0: It's Friday on the News Hour. Welcome back. I'm Scott Beatty, and Brian Barnhart is here for the Illini Notebook. We do this most every Friday as the Illinois basketball season continues into the stretch run of the regular season. And, well, what a sprint it is here with this flurry of games to close out February, and then, of course, a couple of next week as well in March. Last night, Illinois takes care of Nebraska. It turns out they didn't need DeSumo to DeSumo to do it, Brian, nor did they need overtime. And now you catch your breath today and Wisconsin tomorrow.
1: It was kind of fun to see a little glimpse of what the future will look like without Io DeSumo, with Adam Miller, with Curbelo. They basically gave Curbelo the car keys and said, run it. And that's about what he did last night. So we're going to see a lot of that. So that was fun to watch. Good to see Adam Miller kind of emerge from Io's shadow a little bit. I think he gets overshadowed sometimes. Uh, you know, he's used to being the alpha leader on the team, you know, when he was in high school and now he's not, so he's been in the background, so I'm sure that's been an adjustment for him and he's quietly been working on his on his game, rebounding and driving a little more and stuffing the ball a couple of times <laughs> and so that's good to see and
0: yeah, you knew his game was more dimensional than multi-dimensional, beyond just shooting threes and playing some defense, and you got to see a little bit of that.
1: I think the big thing is that if it it a it not only gives you a glimpse of the future, but b it kind of if I were to get in foul trouble, which he probably won't, but if he did or wasn't able to play in a tournament game somewhere, I think it gives you some confidence that yeah, we can we can adjust on the fly here. Sure, we're going to miss him for those few minutes, but. You know, I think it gives the team a little more of a boost. Jacob Grandison was big last night. I mean, everybody that – because we talked with the coaches before the game about making up not just the points but the rebounds and the assists and all the different things that I.O. brings to the table, and all those guys did. Now, I understand it's against Nebraska – and if you're going to play a team when you've just got the jolting news that Iowa's not going to play, it's probably the best team to play is Nebraska mm-hmm. at the bottom. And plus, their, you know, their their legs were getting pretty worn out by the end of the game, you could tell. But still, it was the same Nebraska team that took us to overtime with Iowa. So I think that that says something. So it'll be interesting to see going forward. But I, I thought it was a, a shot in the arm for some of those bench guys to say, yeah, we can do this too. And sure, we love to have Iowa out there, but, but don't forget about us. And there's no update on Io. We don't know mm-hmm. when he'll be
0: back. I I kind of doubt he'll be playing tomorrow. But no. y, y, I guess we we just don't know. Um, you know the silver lining is, I suppose it's happened now and not in the NCAA tournament to lose Io.
1: Yeah, I guess so. That'd be one way to look at it. I'm thinking back to um, and Trent and Trent Meacham can probably remember this when we lost uh, Chester Fraser mm-hmm. at one point there, right at the start of the NCAA tournament or in the postseason at the Big Ten tournament, and that was kind of a, a big loss. He was the glue sort of of the offense and the team and running the point, and And so we went out to the tournament and got beat in the first round because, you know, that can have an effect. So, yeah, you're right. If it's going to happen, let's, you know, do, get it down, get it done, get him fitted with the mask, get him used to that, and let's go play ball.
0: Absolutely, because you have Wisconsin tomorrow and then Michigan on Tuesday night, and that game – was uh you know folks I think were hoping for that to be helping to determine who would win the win the conference. It seems like it may be out of reach now for Illinois with Michigan not going to make up all their games lost and and, and what have you so um you know it, it, Brad Underwood's been a bit candid now in the last couple of press conferences about how the, mm-hmm. the the meaning of the these last games are diminished, and he's he's all about the tournament now.
1: Well, and he should be. I mean, that's what's really going to matter. That's going to be that when they write the postscript on this season, they're going to mention COVID, and they're going to mention weird schedule, and they're going to mention where you finished in the tournament. Yeah. So that's what anybody's going to remember. They're not going to remember necessarily that, oh, yeah, I mean, Illinois fans will. Yeah, Michigan didn't play enough games, and they dodged us and all of that. I mean, there's going to be that. But, I mean, you know, to be honest, there's the tournament, the NCAA tournament is what it's all about. But, yeah, I can kind of sense – He's frustrated with that. But then again, at the same time, we all knew, that too, that this was possible. Yeah. You know, and you go to some conferences. I mean, look at Baylor. I mean, they're undefeated, but they haven't played – I mean, there are teams that have played six, seven more games than Baylor in the uh, Big 12. So what do you do with that? I mean, it's, it's tough. I've said a
0: few times, if you're looking for fairness this year, if you're looking for equitability, you just can't find it. Mm-hmm. You just aren't. So that's where – I I agree with Brad just get into the tournament. The tournament's yeah. the equalizer this year. Mm-hmm. And and even then there are there may be teams that cannot advance in the tournament. They'll just forfeit the game because mm-hmm. of COVID and they're just going to move on. So you you know, you hope and and pray that doesn't happen for for Illinois, or really for any team. But to Illinois' credit, they have Brad's emphasized this, they have not done a, a thing wrong when it's come to COVID no, during the right. season.
1: You know what though, you know it's funny because it's great to hear him talk about this meaning that the perception has changed in the sense of that with everything has been so abnormal that's somewhat normal mm-hmm. to you know be so involved and play to every game and you want every game to count and we need to decide this fairly when we knew going in it was probably going to be unfair ultimately but to me, that's a hint that normalcy is not far away. You know <laughs> exactly, that we're yeah. we're talking about this. We're talking about the race. We're talking about, you know, this is fair, that isn't fair, or whatever the case may be. I, I, I think that's a good sign that at some point we're going to get back to normal.
0: Yeah, that's the things we want to
1: get riled up <laughs> right. about.
0: Not not will we play? Can yeah. it happen? Yeah. yeah, those kinds of things. So it's a hint of normalcy, anyway. The Illini Notebook <laughs> is brought to us by Guido's Jupiters, Billy Beruz, and Seven Saints. All right, Brian, uh, Wisconsin on the books tomorrow for a quick turnaround. and for the, uh, you know, there's, Speaking of abnormal, Illinois
1: had a double-digit win over Wisconsin last time around. Yeah, hadn't happened a uh, well, long time since it had happened that way. And, of course, Illinois had lost, what, 15 in a row going into last year to Wisconsin and had lost several in a row at home to the Badgers. So that was good to see that they were able to – Pretty much dominating the second half. That's been Wisconsin's M.O. recently is their shooting kind of deserts them near the end of games, and they just run into a brick wall, basically. I mean, they're, they were even with Michigan, and then, boom, they're down 10. It's like, what happened? And so uh, talking to Matt LaPay up in Wisconsin, he said the shooting the three has been the issue. They, yeah. When they're not making their threes, they don't have enough firepower to keep up with a Michigan or an Iowa or an Illinois or whatever the case may be. So they have to hit their shots, give themselves a chance, play the defense they're known for, and make their free throws. And that's how they win games. I mean, they're routinely in the 60s. And teams right now, Michigan and Iowa and Illinois, are scoring in the 80s. And so they've had a hard time keeping up with that. So that's been a big issue. The advantage for them is, A, they have revenge on their mind tomorrow. And, B, they haven't played in a week. Yeah. So they've been off, So which is unusual these
0: days. Yeah. So it, and Illinois, I, I, they may have a little bit of tired legs just going the every other mm-hmm. day. I mean, Brad said they're kind of taking it easy today, mm-hmm. going through more just drills and and shooting and and weights and all that, and then a mental scout video and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm.
1: and then you go play tomorrow. Just like the tournament. Yeah. That's what they do. I mean, the Big Ten tournament. You win a game, you go get pizza or you bring in food or whatever it is you do, your team meal, and then you meet, you go over film, and you play. Yep. That's what you do. Exactly. And that's about what's going on here. Exactly. Yeah.
0: All right, Brian. Well, we'll look forward to your call again tomorrow. Should mention it's at one PM the yeah. game, eleven A.M. Our game day coverage will start right after Alina Pella Saturday sports talk. The Alina Notebook from Guido's Jupiter's Billy Baruz and Seven Saints. Thanks, Brian. Okay, you're welcome. Local news is next.